0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It is time for a brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I am Andrew for America. And today, I want to start the show with this awesome clip. What you're about to hear is Senator Mike Lee. On the Senate floor, and he is talking to the Assistant Attorney General Matthew G. Olson. Matthew Olson is an American prosecutor who served as the Assistant Attorney General for the National Security Division 2021, that's his current office. He's the former director of the National Counterterrorism Center. Graduate of University of Virginia and went to Harvard Law School. And was a trial attorney for the Justice Department Civil Rights Division, 1992. He moved to the United States Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia, where he was a federal prosecutor. Served uh, as the first director of the office's National Security Section from 2004 to 05. In 2006... Olson was appointed by President George W. Bush to be the Deputy Assistant Attorney General in the Justice Department's National Security Division. In 2009, he was appointed by Attorney General Eric Holder to become the head of the Guantanamo Review Task Force, a commission set up to oversee the legal justifications of the detainees of Guantanamo Bay Detention Center. He was briefly uh, Associate Deputy Attorney General and General Counsel for the NSA, National Security Agency, okay? So, Assistant Attorney General Matthew Olson has ties to our intelligence community, okay? So, that's the brief association I want to make, and he is on the Senate floor here, and Senator Mike Lee asks him a question. They are discussing the insurrection, the alleged quote-unquote insurrection that occurred on January 6th. And I want you to take a listen to what Mr. Olson says in rebuttal to Senator Mike Lee's very interesting question. Take a listen to this. Mr. Olson, I'd like
1: to clarify uh, has anyone been charged with the crime of insurrection following January sixth?
2: I I am not aware that anyone has been charged with that that particular offense, even if it is a an offense. I, I just am not aware of that. And again I, I don't, I, it would be inappropriate for me to speak with, about any particular investigation at this point, but I'm not aware of anyone being charged with
1: that yeah. offense. Yeah, I, I'm not either. I've just heard, it, heard that word used several times today, and the, to my knowledge, nobody's been charged with that. They've been charged with other things, not that one.
0: Okay, so that's the Assistant Attorney, Attorney General Olson telling Mike Lee no one's been charged with the crime of insurrection. And Mike Lee saying, you know, I've heard that word used a lot today, and people have been using that word quite a bit, especially in the news media. It's almost like it's politically convenient to keep this idea in the minds of the American people that what occurred on the Capitol, in the Capitol, on January 6th last year, was some Reichstag fire level, terrible, historical, tragic event. That'll go down in history as the worst hyperbolic situation that we're going to sensationalize and over-dramatize in American history, right? <laughs> I've never seen such a scapegoat, such a boy who cried wolf, bullshit narrative situation that is so transparent. I can't believe the American people, especially the CNN viewers out there. Um, what, I'm going to get to some clips here that Dave Smith and Robbie the Fire Bernstein on uh, part of the Problem Podcast, uh, eight twelve, just tear apart Brian Stelter and his <laughs> coverage, if you want to call it that, of January sixth. CNN is just it's just a laughing stock. What they're trying to get you people to believe, and sadly they're successful. There's definitely an audience of you out there. Not even breaking a million, but, you know, there's several hundred thousand American people that watch CNN and believe this shit. And it's tragic. And they're losing viewership for a very good reason. They should be losing viewership. Because you know why? The market has spoken. And your show fucking sucks. (laughs) In the words of Joe Rogan, right? Remember when he was talking about Brian Stelter and CNN? But did you catch what uh, Assistant A.G. Olson said in there? He said, if that's even a charge. Under his breath, really quickly, he's like, I don't know anybody that's been charged with insurrection, if that's even a charge. Did you catch that? Here, listen again. Mr. Olson,
1: I'd like to clarify, uh, has anyone been charged with the crime of insurrection following January 6th?
2: I am not aware that anyone has been charged with that, that particular offense, even if it is a, an offense. I, I just am not aware of that. And, again, I, I don't. I, it would be inappropriate for me to speak with, about any particular investigation at this point, but I'm not aware of anyone being charged with that yeah.
1: offense. Yeah, I, I'm not either. I've just heard, it, heard that word used several times today, and to, to my knowledge, nobody's been charged with that. They've been charged with other things, not that one.
0: I don't know anybody that's been charged with that offense, if that is even an offense. People, the assistant attorney general that has worked in counterterrorism and the National Security Agency, involved in our intelligence communities, someone who should know the law quite well, better than most doesn't know for sure if being charged with quote unquote insurrection is even a law, a crime. <laughs> oh man. What the fuck are we doing, people? Oh my god, I am giving up. I'm giving up. I'm losing faith. I, I, these these me, these media companies can get you to believe absurdities. And then some of you go out into this world and commit atrocities. You are being brainwashed your mind is being manipulated we are being hoodwinked by operation paperclip level nazi propaganda that our government and our intelligence communities learned from the nazi propagandists the the same nazi propagandists that ran One of the most successful propaganda campaigns in the history of the human race. And we all know what the outcome of the German Hitler Nazi regime was, don't we? Murder, death, kill, genocide, destruction, horrors, war crimes, etc., I'm telling you people, you got to turn the fucking TV off and go out into this world and really learn for yourself what's going on in your community, in your country, and in this world. If 100% of the news and information that you hear comes from a mainstream media news network or your social media platforms, you're misinformed. Remember Denzel? If you read the paper. If you don't read the paper, sorry. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. And if you do read the newspaper, you're misinformed. (laughs) I mean, this is what I do on this podcast, people. I, I am going to continue to bring you example after example after example of evidence that supports my always consistent claim. Claims, plural. And one of those always consistent claims, my fellow Americans, is that your news media is a laughing stock, brainwashed, brainwashing machine to get you to believe what the big club wants you to think is real. And I'm here to tell you that it's not real, it's propaganda. They want you to think a certain way way so that you will go and vote a certain way when it's time to go to the polls. Political convenience. The news media is the fourth wing, the fourth branch of the government people. At what point are you going to turn that shit off and run screaming in the opposite direction towards... The new. What is becoming. The new media. Alternative media. Real investigative journalism. Real. In depth. Analytical. Critical. Storytelling. And analysis. We're out there. Gotta go find it. And. You know, I know some of you lefties for sure. uh, There's just this huge fuck Joe Rogan campaign going on right now. Why? Because the guys asking the right questions, the ones that you don't want to ask, the ones that you are trying to persuade people to avoid and not go down that road. They just made, I'm sure you've heard, 270 fucking scientists and doctors are... Wanting Spotify to to boot Joe Rogan's show. And then they looked at it and, oh, guess what? Over half of them aren't doctors or scientists. (laughs) The feeble attempts to discredit logical, rational, reasonable, pragmatic Americans who are asking the right questions and doing a little digging, a little self-educating, a little self-investigation, Of the world and themselves, I guess. Getting censored. Cancel culture. Go fuck yourself. We are the identity politics, progressive left. What our media says goes. CNN is state news. The voice of the Nazi fascists. (laughs) Whether you want to believe it or not, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. And anybody that questions those narratives is demonized, ridiculed, censored, dismissed, made a mockery of by this immature, holier-than-thou, hypocritical, ignorant, moron group of people. That don't investigate. Don't ask questions. Don't exercise intellectual curiosity. They don't even have curiosity. They just want to be told what to think. What to believe. Who's bad? Who's good? Just tell me what to think, news media. I don't want to do any thinking on my own. But I'm going to have an opinion of every single thing. Ho, ho, ho. Just you wait. And I'm going to freely jam it down your throat anytime I encounter somebody in public, in civil society, that has a different opinion than me. The divide and conquer agenda is working. We better get smart. Let's take a listen to a few Dave, clip, uh, Dave Smith clips from his show, Part of the Problem. 812, where they rip on... the news media, especially Brian Stelter and CNN. And it's just ridiculous. And I found uh, this episode of Part of the Problem to be very humorous. And I wanted to share a couple examples of what I mean. So here we go. Let's start off
3: with this clip. Here we go. Take a listen. Um, But anyway, but the media pounced on this as their big opportunity. And it was their big opportunity to try to take all of these questions and put them aside take all of the lingering you know kind of feelings of like wait but how did that guy who's senile and never left his be- uh, his basement and you guys never asked him a tough question he's our president like all all these things push them aside and go january 6th the worst thing ever and they freaked out about it forever and uh, you know and th- they still freak out about it and a year later The way the corporate press is talking about this shit is goddamn hilarious. And I got to say, I kind of love it. It's it's really interesting. Bill Crystal. um, Let me actually see if I can pull up to them. It's
4: almost as uh, scary as uh, getting COVID.
3: It's up there. I think it actually might be uh, scarier. Okay, it was actually uh, two days ago he said this, but uh, okay. so here's Bill Crystal's tweet polls show a large majority of Americans are anti January 6th. Trump is pro January 6th. The Republican party is pro Trump. Listen, this is sound logic here. Rob, you hear? You got it so far? Let me run this through. Don't don't. try to swallow this down because this is the, the soundest logic you'll ever hear in your life, okay? Polls show a large majority of Americans are anti January 6th. Trump is pro january 6th the republican party is pro trump not to be too political or anything but shouldn't democrats be forcing republicans to choose visibly and explicitly between trump and the american people so you got that there now that's a little bit that that i, I will say this is that was I, I better don't even, i don't
4: even get what the end choice is so i mean it, i don't even get the logic flow but what's the i don't even get his final statement well, look
3: this is better than anything he offered against scott Horton. i'll say this okay right. at least there's an attempt at an argument here let's go through it okay so polls show right 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 americans are anti-january 6th trump pro january 6th republicans what do you mean by what pro- do they mean trump. Trump. by pro you think it shouldn't have happened. anti-january they, 6th. they were against it i don't know it was bad Trump says it was good. It's so okay. is it
4: like a like a 13th floor type thing? We're not gonna have a January 6th and like we'll go fifth to
3: seventh. We'll skip the day. I, I don't know. I think it refers to the event of last year on the day, but that would be funny if he was just talking about the date. Um it is not to be too political or anything. I don't but mean, shouldn't well, well, let me just go, get through this. Yeah. Not to be too political or anything, but shouldn't Democrats be forcing Republicans to choose visibly and explicitly between Trump and the American people? See, Trump's over here being pro January sixth, and, 6th, I, I, this and one the I American people are over here being anti January sixth. I when he says they're anti
4: January sixth, I think what he means is that most Americans didn't like the people storm the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I think Trump also doesn't like the people storm the Capitol. so they'd be on the same side here
3: well look but here's the thing even if you're going to say trump is pro january 6th and the american people are anti-january 6th so shouldn't the democrats force the republicans who like trump to pick whether they like him or that there's there's a whole bunch of obvious nuance that you're jumping over. Well, also, if we're that just like, going to go
4: with polls, then why do we have elections? I mean, the poll right. showed but, landslides that Hillary
3: was going to win. So we should just enforce what the polls are showing, not even go to the election. But even regardless of that, even if the polls in this are all completely right, the fact that a lot of people say they didn't like what happened on January 6th and Trump, let's say Trump did, let's say he's right about all of that. Let's let's even say that the the are the the Assertions are correct that the people were against January 6th and Trump was for January 6th. I so have to go to war and, with someone. That's, right. that's what Bill's and, probably and the Republicans it. are for Trump, who's for January 6th. And the people are against January 6th. Why don't the Democrats make this all about Trump being for January 6th and the people being against it? And here's a a, a, a knife that tears right through this whole line of thinking which goddammit to the establishment neocon fucking now democrat types just hate but you go hey guess what people could be against that and also not have it be that big of a priority you know like people could be against that in the same way that they're like i don't know they could be against fucking people not standing for the national anthem but that doesn't mean that's their number one concern right so why don't we just be hysterical about january 6th all the time because the people are against it and trump is sport it's like because most people don't actually think it was the insurrection that you guys are claiming it was most people don't even the people have no idea about the inside job shit. most people just don't they care a lot more about inflation they care a lot more about covid restrictions they care a lot more about what their kids are being taught in public school they care a lot more about a million different issues than they do about fucking a few hundred people going into a building they're not supposed to be in and like what maybe scaring some politicians and journalists so it's just it's unbelievable that a year later in a year that i think objectively has been a very tough year for the american people and a year in which objectively the american people are not happy with their government you know like say what you will about the polls rob but i believe that joe biden and kamala harris are not polling well like i I believe that I, if those polls were being exaggerated they'd probably be exaggerated in the other direction and even if they're not perfectly accurate that is somewhat reflective of reality that people are unhappy with the state of the the leadership in the federal government and so to Still be a year later just talking about that thing. I really believe, I mean, it's almost like if you get outside of your bubble and just talk to regular people and ask them what their concerns are about the state of America, who the fuck is talking about January 6th? You'll hear more about the price of lumber than you will about January 6th. So, anyway, it's been fun to watch the media freak out about this for a year. I uh, take this as a very positive sign, but the, the more that the media freaks out about things that regular people don't actually care about, the better things are for, for the rest of us.
0: Okay. And that's the, this is a perfect example of what I mean. And this is the reason, this is what the media's job is is to distract you from the underlying realities themselves. They don't want you talking about the issues that matter to people. That's not what their job is. Their job is for you to focus, to make you, the viewer, the listener, focus on things that don't matter, are trivial, are based in falsehoods, are overly emotional and sensationalized, tugging at your heartstrings, coddling your ideological bullshit. That's the media's job. You're not getting objective news reporting. And that's all there is to it. And this episode today is going to illustrate that quite well. I mean, just listen to what Dave Smith just said there. You know what it makes me? It's like like the progressive left are are a bunch of high school kids. And they're going, na-na-na-boo-boo, stick your head in doo-doo. I'm rubber. You're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. Like that's their attitude. This immature, ignorant, sniveling, childish, bullshit, garbage. It's just, it's gross. Where's your dignity? Where's your self-esteem? Do you even have self-esteem? Where are your balls? Are you really that fucking stupid? All the things the news media should be talking about. And this is the kind of crap that they pump out into the ignorant minds of the American people. And, you know, and there's that word in there, what force, the Democrats want to force Republicans to pick between Trump and the American people because that's what the left does. Force. Socialism is force. Force. I'm starting to believe that the modern left doesn't even believe in freedom anymore. And for a group of people that claim to be anti-religious, you sure do treat the news media and the leadership of the Democratic Party as your god, your cult leader, that you fall to your knees and worship. The bullshit narrative social justice warrior agenda dick that you guys suck at the altar and believe every single word as if it were the word of God. You people are no different than the Christian Southern Baptist that listens to Kenneth Copeland or Joel Osteen every Sunday. You people are no different. It's tribalism. It's the dumbing down of the American people. It's the pushing of political narratives and ideologies. Partisan politics reframed for a target market demographic viewer. You are so mind controlled and manipulated by your TV screens. All of us are. Doesn't matter if you're lefty, doesn't matter if you're righty. Doesn't matter. We're all victims of the big club's big plan. Period. That's what's happening. When are you going to grow up, CNN viewers? When are you going to grow up, Fox News viewers? When are you going to realize that you are being manipulated? Wolves in sheep's clothing are trying to get you to believe absurdities so that they can get you to commit atrocities. Voltaire was right. Let's move on. Here's another clip. Continuing on the same talking about CNN and Brian Stelter and their crybaby bullshit January 6th political partisan garbage narratives that they try to get you morons to believe. And a lot of you people actually do. It's just embarrassing. It's just gross. (laughs) Oh, man. People...
3: Take a listen to this a, a couple clips here there we go the omicron rob got it um we, we got a couple clips here this is from uh, our favorite little piggy his most recent show rob you'll never guess what his last show was about january 6th you got it and this is this is this was remarkable to me i saw this i will give another uh, shout out to uh, uh tom elliott uh whose twitter page is great to follow he just has great clips He does these like mashup clips of all the people in the corporate press getting everything wrong and i don't know how he's still up there great stuff all the best videos on like uh covid insanity and all that stuff so he's he's a worthwhile guy to go follow um uh yeah tom elliott i think i got his that uh his name right i don't know what exactly the handle is maybe we'll see it up there at some point okay let's play uh the first part of this uh clip brian stelter of course has a a couple reporters on to talk oh well brian's wearing a wig it's a nice Let's see. They got him lost some way too <laughs> Brian is slightly more attractive. hold the on, hold on. Still- I just got to say we just got to read before we even get into it just how great it is that the, the headline is reporters <laughs> say they are still processing the January 6th attack this is their angle
4: they need a that high was- school guidance counselor they need some time mm-hmm. I I would love There's to run the meeting it. for them to help them process what happened I yeah. I hate that it's been a full year and you know the people that are supposed to be able to handle these things and report on them can't even process
3: it by the way this is brian stelter does a show once a week to be the media watchdog and like his angle on this once again it, it's just so entertaining to me his angle on this is like but have you thought about the corporate journalists <laughs> has anybody really thought about the true victims, the trauma the true victims in our society the people who get six figure salaries and cushy jobs to ask canned questions to political hacks. What about them? What about their suffering if they're still processing it? It sounds like they
4: can't report on it because they haven't made a determination. So then there's no reason to watch.
3: That is true. I mean, these are very traumatized people, so you can't really take whatever they say. And and they're
4: not supposed to report on it as much as establish their own opinion and then shove it down our throat. So if they haven't even processed it to come up with their narrative yet, I guess they can shut down
3: for a little bit. If there's one thing you know about good journalism what you want to do is make yourself the story okay and then you want to be hypersensitive and emotional about what your experiences were covering the story that's just good journalism 101 all right let's go to brian stelter
5: processing what it meant to the country and to our lives so hunter is there a disconnect between The people who were there that day in DC and the people who were not, you know, someone like me who only watched it on TV. Will I ever really get it? You know, I think this was a really unique incident, in part because of when it happened during the pandemic. This Mm. was a pre-vaccination moment and a lot of the DC press corps was, you know, working from home, working remotely. And unless they were the Capitol Hill press corps, like I believe Grace was, or someone like myself who went out to cover the protests, they didn't see this firsthand. And while we were there on scene, um, due to the crowds, due to the law enforcement response, cell signals were jammed. So there was a bit of a delay also in that footage getting out. That's a great point. And I think that distance, coupled with the fact that we see Active attempts to deny the reality of what occurred have sort of prevented people from realizing what happened that day. And what I've found, you know, I know this for myself, but in talking, you know, there's a bit of an informal network of reporters um, who've been through it that day and are still coping with that, who are leaning on each other and talking to each other. Um, I also talked to members of Congress, their staff and right
3: here. members of the Capitol. So, dude, by the way, uh, Jesse Kelly uh, tweeted this video out and he just goes. Uh, he goes, guys, save some pussy for the rest of us. (laughs) It's just the greatest thing I've ever seen. Well, I like that. uh... God, I love that guy. I'm, I'm trying to get him back on the show soon. God, I love that guy, but isn't it just so funny? Like this whole thing that we're still in a network where we talk to each other, like, Oh, okay, fine. Look, you could have this attitude, but then spare me any of your, like, what a noble, like profession journalism is like, Oh my God like you have no idea what it was like we didn't know what was going to happen the images didn't get out to people fast enough you don't know there was a big crowd and we thought things might happen i mean they didn't and one oh, oh and what happened one of the cops shot one of the people entering the building a chick right that's the story here now go ahead rob
4: no i was going to say brian stelter was saying he 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 can't really understand it because he wasn't there it uh, sounds to me like he shouldn't be reporting on anything because I don't think he yeah. ever does on-the-ground reporting. So how does you, he ever have yeah. an understanding on anything?
3: So you can't understand it. They're still processing it. Maybe everyone shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the, the part of that clip that jumps out at me the most
0: is this guy says, oh, people are actively attempting to deny what happened that day. What? CNN, you're actively attempting to deny what happened that day, which wasn't much. Go look at the footage. And forget all of this bullshit about oh it was we're still coping, we're still dealing with it, oh it was such a tragic event, and oh do people even realize how bad it was? They if they weren't even there, is there a disconnect? Oh, and what's the message? What are they trying to say? They're trying to say it was really bad. No matter what anybody tells you, America, the events of January sixth, the insurrection, that is going to go down as one of the most terrible days in American history. It was so amazingly terrible, and it was all Trump people's fault. All demonized Trump people. They're anti-American. That's the show. And this is the reality. Mr.
1: Olson, I'd like to clarify. uh, Has anyone been charged with the crime of insurrection following January 6th?
2: I I am not aware that anyone has been charged with that, that particular offense, even if it is a offense I I just am not aware of that and again I I don't I it would be inappropriate for me to speak about any particular investigation at this point but I'm not aware of anyone being charged with
1: that offense yeah I'm not either I've just heard it heard that word used several times today and to my knowledge nobody's been charged with that they've been charged with other things not that one
0: I am not aware that anybody has been charged with that offense if it's even an offense what is an insurrection do we need to define our terms here my fellow americans do you guys even know what the fuck the word insurrection means here let's look it up let's learn together because clearly the news media has got a definition of it the average american person has a different definition The military probably has a different definition. Insurrection. The the usually violent attempt to take control of a government. He led an armed insurrection against the elected government. Full definition. An act or instance of revolting against civil authority Or an established government. Did a group of people try to take over the government that day? On January 6th, 2021? Do you really think people that were little old ladies running around waving flags, QAnon shamans running around dressed up like it's fucking Halloween guys finding uh nancy pelosi's desk and kicking their feet up one of these good old southern boys oh look i stormed the Capitol, and now i don't know what to do with myself so instead of like have a plan or you know be an intelligent person about it i'm just gonna (laughs) make it a big joke look guys i'm so uh I can't believe the fact that I actually got into the Capitol. I'm actually sitting in a room where Nancy Pelosi works. I'm just going to, you know, fuck up her computer and kick my feet up. Does that sound like somebody that's really attempting to revolt against civil authority and take violent control, violently attempt to take control of a government The only violence that occurred on January 6th, people, was a few little pushes and shoves, a few little scuffles, and then, oh, by the way, a police officer shot an innocent woman. And still, CNN and other left-wing hack media organizations continue to blow this shit out of proportion like it was the worst thing that ever happened in American history. What a fucking joke. And I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm not trying to tell you what to believe, people. Like I always say, I'm just giving you information. I'm filtering it through my own bias and my own perspective, of course. But if you can't plainly see the immature ridiculousness that is going on on all mainstream media news networks, not just CNN, but... CNN's the worst of them, that's for sure. I mean, do we deserve anything better? Do we deserve a better country for all of us? Do we deserve a higher standard of living? Do we deserve freedom? If this is how we as an American people, an ignorant, immature, coddled whiny crybaby little bitch population of adults that never really fully grew up you know what maybe we do need an intellectual elite and world bankers to make all of our big decisions for us maybe we maybe that's what we need because We've been dumbed down and manipulated and propagandized so much for so long. We're in a state of Stockholm syndrome. And then simultaneously, you got the Dunning Kruger effect going on. Everybody thinks that they're smarter and better than they actually are. Yet, you can't even, you know, tie your fucking shoes and keep up in a conversation. I mean, how many videos have you guys seen online of, uh, you know, pundit sites or, you know, partisan political people, whatever, going out into the public and asking people very simple questions about government and about history? And how many times have you seen those videos and just been so embarrassed at how terribly, horrifically, disgustingly incorrect and the answers that these people give. I mean, they're not even aware of totally normal shit that one should have learned even in a shitty public school education. We still can't even answer those questions. Who's the first president of the United States? Oh, uh, I don't know. Thomas Jefferson? Benjamin Franklin? You know? You ever seen these videos? You know? Hey, what's, uh, what's, uh, one of the amend? what's the first amendment to the Constitution of the United States? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> What's the Constitution <laughs> you know this is that's that's the level of education that the average american uh has in this day and age here in the twenty first century. What happened? Oh, I know I'm getting redundant. I'm beating a dead horse i I gotta move on uh let's listen to some more of Dave Smith and Robbie the Fire. Uh, terrorizing Brian Stelter and this bullshit media show,
3: (laughs) listen to this. All right. Let's keep playing.
0: Capitol police.
5: Um, and we're all still dealing with that and feeling like we need to convey to others how serious it was. I mean, just one example, there are still members of the U S Capitol police out with injuries that they suffered that day
3: from a year ago.
5: Mm -hmm.
6: Wow.
3: And some wow. journalists, so by it the really way, often. just pause yes. it for a second. So, like, do, does anyone not see like, where there was CNN wondering, like, why their ratings are in the tank so much? Like, is this just like, so you have a media watchdog show and you're just spending this as journalist therapist hour? Like, they're just opening up to you about how they feel inside, about what covering a historic Brian, just- event. By the way, journalists go and cover wars. Like real journalists, they go they go in like they embed themselves with military units. They cover like the most horrific events ever. They're also aren't they like how many stories have you guys done about like just some tragedy? Like I've never heard anyone on one of these shows talk about some tragedy that happens to the American people. Like, you know, I was covering um, the opioid epidemic. And I can't tell you how traumatized I am by this whole thing like 70,000, 80,000 Americans are dying every year over this epidemic of like drug abuse. So it's like just shook me to my core. This is horrible. No, 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 that doesn't get it. No, 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 not tens of thousands of Americans dying. That doesn't fuck with them. It's not like, it's not like a, a story like, dude, you know, I went into fucking East Detroit the other day I'm like, God damn. Like these kids are growing up with all of these problems. I was just like destroyed over this. It was like, oh my God, Chicago is just fucking, like what is it, a couple hundred people got shot in a week last month? Oh man, I just like, I can't process this. It's like, no, nothing like that. None of those stories. Just when it happens to be really politically convenient. I just can't believe these Trump people were inspired to like mosh into a building. That's it. I, I love this dude. I, I fucking love this dude because I, I just love when the fucking mask slips and and this, this is, it's like they don't get it. Like, man, why do people hate us so much? It must be because Trump's whipping them up into a fury against us. And it's like, no, I mean, that helps, but you're doing it to yourself. You're doing it to yourself every fucking episode.
0: Every fucking episode. <laughs> CNN, newsflash, you're doing it to yourself. And what did this guy say in the beginning of this clip? Oh, here we are still dealing with the fact that we feel that we need to convey to others uh, how severe this event was. Oh, we're just still dealing and coping with it. Really? All those insurrectionists that... We're trying to violently overthrow the government, right? Those Trump people, right? And then you do a little digging and the narrative just falls apart because they're not giving you the reality, people. They're giving you the show. And what's the reality?
1: Mr. Olson. I'd like to clarify uh, has anyone been charged with the crime of insurrection following January
2: 6th? I, I am not aware that anyone has been charged with that that particular offense even if it is a, an offense I, I just am not aware of that and again I, I don't, I, it would be inappropriate for me to speak with, about any particular investigation at this point, but I'm not aware of anyone being charged with that yeah, offense.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not either. I've just heard, it, heard that word used several times today, and to, to my knowledge, nobody's been charged with that. They've been charged with other things, not that one.
0: I think I speak for every adult, mature, rational, reasonable Pragmatic, cooperative, non partisan, independent American thinker. When I say enough already, enough of this bullshit, <laughs> it's just gross. Man, I am so glad that I have the self respect and the rational mind that I have. I guess. Like, never in my life would I have thought that average everyday life in our society would consist of me trying to get people to see what is so obviously, transparently occurring and happening in reality every day. You can't run from it. It stares you in the face. And still people just lemmings, robots, plugged into the Matrix. It's like uh, Brave New World. Uh... Indra, what do they call it? What do they call the computer? The hive mind. Once you put the little contact in your eye and you plug into everybody's experiences, you know where everybody is, there's no privacy, you're constantly being tracked and monitored. Is that what you want, people? You want the government to implement Indra and we all got to plug in? It's coming! It's called the metaverse. <laughs> That's that's the real version of what Indra is from the show Brave New World, which is awesome. I recommend you guys go watch it on Peacock. It's fantastic. It's sci-fi and realistic all in the same breath. It's amazing. Whoever made that show did a fantastic job. But seriously, people, enough. Enough already with... This January 6th insurrection bullshit. If there was a real violent attempt to overthrow the American government, it would have to involve coordinated military tactics and strategy. Which means that you would have to have a military unit, if not multiple military units involved. If a real insurrection occurred, we would probably be at war. Civil war right now. And that's how you know. My fellow Americans, that's how you know that all the media narratives are complete and total horseshit. Because if there was a real violent attempt coordinated effort by multiple military militia groups active duty even maybe etc 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 there would be there would have to be a a side of the people and a side of the government right It, it would be a civil war it would be people employed by government against everybody else And the people that would actually be doing the the fighting would be military-trained people as well as probably some, you know, coached-up militia groups. It would be exponentially, it would have been exponentially worse, more violent, more dying, more death, more killing. It would probably still be going on right now, a year later. If a real violent attempt to overthrow the American government occurred, you don't think that that's going to be the beginning of a war? A revolutionary war? A civil war of sorts? Come on, people. We got to wake up. We got to get smart. If you really believe this bullshit that CNN and MSNBC and Fox. and every other Al Jazeera, BBC, etc., etc., etc. Same big corporations, multinational corporations, media conglomerates to control all the news and information you get to hear. Well, almost all of it. It's easy. I guess it is. It's easy. The tyranny of convenience. It's easy to just listen and believe. What your eyes see and your ears hear Your mind believes. You don't got to think. Why would you, you know, put forth any effort to actually learn what's going on behind the scenes? To pull back the curtain. To pull back the veil. To peel back the onion. And get to the heart of the matter. The kernel. The essence. Why would you do that? Your life is so busy. You got to go to work and you got to take care of the kids. I don't have time to read books or be engaged in my society. I'm just a lemming robot that goes through the motions. If I can get through life without having anything super traumatic happen to me, that's a success. I was put on earth to work and pay bills and then die. Don't ruffle any feathers. Don't rock the boat too much. Don't strive to be better tomorrow than I am today. I don't want to learn or grow or achieve. I just want to get by. I just want to not have too much difficult uh, choices to have to be made. I don't want to encounter any controversy or any conflict. You just want to be non-confrontational and run away from any hardship or difficult situation with your tail between your legs, a spineless, crybaby, naive, gullible, ignorant American coward. The price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Quote, unquote, Thomas Jefferson. Any society that would trade its liberty for a false sense of security deserves neither liberty nor security. Benjamin Franklin. Quote, unquote. Enough already, my fellow Americans. Stop lying to yourself. Stop believing the lies. It's like that uh, Call callin' Dead song from uh, a few episodes ago. I was living a lie and I was waiting to die. If that's what you think life is worth? That's what you think your purpose is? To just get by? In this world? Don't ruffle too many feathers. Just be a good citizen. The state will always win. And good always prevails. You never have to learn a thing. People. Enough already. (laughs) And... Enough of me running my mouth already. Let's move on. And let's take a break. And when we, when we come back from the break, it's going to be time to play some punk rock.
2: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. You know what time it is. It's time to play some punk rock. And today, I'm going to play a couple songs from an awesome punk rock band from the great state of Maryland called Idle Minds. And these guys got a couple great songs I'm going to play today uh, that came out on Snubbed Records. And they have a new album coming out soon that's going to be released on Allegedly Records. And. I've been uh, talking with Chris from the band and uh, they've given me permission to play a couple of their sweet songs and I hope you guys enjoy it. So here we go making their debut on the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Here's Idle Minds with the song Time to Decide. people that was time to decide by the band Idle minds and that song came out on i think it was their 2016 ep and uh, i think they did another ep another four song ep in 2018 entitled brick by brick and i love that name right there because it reminds me of a sweet punk rock venue in san diego that my old band nonprofit used to play back uh at in the day brick by brick san diego uh love that venue good times. And so yeah, here we go. Here's Idle Minds with the song Brick by Brick. people those guys are awesome that was Idle minds with the song brick by brick uh go check them out on facebook i think they're on spotify uh go to the website IdleMindsPunkRock.com. follow those guys they got that new album coming out soon on allegedly records go check them out uh that's the show for today people thanks for listening as always i love you guys thank you good night We'll see you next time. This has been episode 80 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast entitled Enough Already. We'll see you next time.